Hello and welcome to The Anchored. This is the place where we discuss and dive deep into health, wealth, and relationship centered on Christ. We're not therapists, we're not your financial advisors, but we believe that we can live life well as couples anchored in Christ. Enjoy the episode. All right, welcome to The Anchored. Thank you for joining us. Uh, today, we want to be ta- we want to talk about communication, the, how that has evolved over time. Yep, I think this will be a very good conversation because, <laughs> I mean, communication is just always an interesting thing, you yeah. know, especially even honestly with any kind of relationship, but especially in a marital relationship, communication, it is such a big, important topic. Mm-hmm that I think that it's something that we should definitely dig into right away. So Yeah, and communication is, there are different forms of communication. One is conversation, right? That is the most direct, straightforward. But as you are well aware, there are different forms. There's one without words, where your wife communicates with to you without saying a single word. <laughs> are you talking about my eye roll? <laughs> Like I roll. Neck roll. <laughs> and also, I mean, it's not just about the women doing it, you know, well, every, every <laughs> okay. Everybody has different kinds of relationships, right? It's sort of like communication is also just not communicating and mm-hmm. not moving at all, not reciprocating the the stimulus that's mm-hmm. coming from outside mm-hmm. of you, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's really important because this is not something that I learned much about before I got married. And I remember when we got married, we've, mm-hmm. I don't know, we've been married for almost 11 years now. We were living in New York at some point. And I, I just remember before getting married, there were things I did not want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, I just don't like talking about stuff. Guys say amen to that. I mean, I just, <laughs> women are like, whatever. Right. I just didn't like talking about stuff. And part of it too, is not because I was someone that said I wasn't going to be communicating, Mm -hmm. but more because I just was someone that was used to not necessarily verbalizing things. So I learned that you forgive people, right? You forgive people. And that is irrespective of, you should not wait for them to apologize or whatever before you move on. So mm-hmm. for me, I almost feel like a fuse. I used to feel like a fuse, meaning that I will get upset, but over time I will get I will get over, over it. Time. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that emphasis on my over sounded over like yeah, you got something to say. Yes, because so communication, yeah, there's the quiet treatment my wife has given me. There is the communication with I, you know, with the eye roll. There is yeah, go ahead. Like that affirmation kind of communication, which is don't you dare do that. Or you do that and there'll be there'll be consequences to that. <laughs> I mean, apparently, y'all, we started a podcast to talk about my attitude. <laughs> well, but the, the goal is to show different forms of communication. One that is pretty funny is my mom that would, when you're growing up, she would tell you to do something in front of a friend, which is literally telling you, do not do that. And one time that I disobeyed her and I went ahead to eat at a friend's place and my mom uh, smacked me on the way home because she's like, I'm, I told you to do it, but my eyes were telling you something else. So read between the lines. <laughs> but how, I mean, yes, we have all that history and yes. we have all that baggage yes. that we all bring into our relationship. And then the question is, is this something that's actually serving us as couples? Mm-hmm. Or is this something that's actually hurting us as couples, right? And mm-hmm. I always tell people that, 
we get to have conversations of where things have come from in our past. Mm -hmm. But then we also get to make the intentional decision of whether we want to continue to move forward with those mm -hmm. or we want a different kind of communication that may more be more mature based, more in line with the kind of relationship you want to build as opposed to the default that you may have, like my neck roll, my eye roll, my I'm going <laughs> to diffuse over time that I may have developed and used as a way of surviving up until that point. Yes. And I, I, I think the communication um, is, it definitely does evolve. Uh, and I think um, for me, one thing that that I have learned is to be patient, right? For me, if if, if something is wrong, I want to just talk about it. And after talking about it, I if it, it, it seems like I, I move on faster, um, and without honoring the fact that maybe I need I need to give my wife more grace, I need to give Latifa more grace to process over a period of time. And I, when I say over a period of time, to be fair, it's not like 24 hours. It's probably like maybe a couple of, you know, a couple of minutes to maybe a couple of hours and then she's back on it. Um, but I think that took time and that has changed over time where sometimes I have had to prod her and say, please, what's going on? What's happening? You're not talking. And she's like, I just want to sleep. I just want to rest and all that. So yeah. So yeah, that, those kinds of communications. So how do we reconcile that and say, I think the, the the question is, do you have to necessarily use words to communicate? So I truly think that it's a good conversation for couples to have. Mm -hmm. And the reason why that's the case is words are clear. Okay. Words are without assumptions, right? So for example, you're thinking that your spouse understands what you're thinking, but your Sorry. spouse is just not... A <laughs> scanner brains and understander of non-verbally communicated stuff yeah. and that's something that i have to come to terms with right and this is me understanding you but also you also understanding me and the expectation that the other person doesn't have to work on your own time and schedule i think mm -hmm. that's really important so part of this was you learning to get the fact that i may not I may be, I may just need some more time, mm -hmm. but also the expectation that the fact that you get over things quickly mm -hmm. doesn't mean that I have to have Correct. that same mechanism Correct. of processing Correct. grievances and annoyances and frustrations. And that was my struggle. I think my struggle was more of, okay, I, I, I communicate with words and I move. And why isn't she catching up? And I think that has been a struggle for me over the years, uh, to be honest with you. And I kept wondering, why do we have to revisit this every time? Why is it that, okay, it's good now, everything is fantastic. And then all of a sudden, something happens and boom, quiet. <laughs> and that can be a struggle. That can be a struggle. And that has also evolved over time. Now with the kids um, around and how we communicate to the kids too. And, and we make fun about how to use words, you know, more so than ever than anything else, any other form of communication. So one thing that I do believe that has really helped is 
me coming up and saying that if I have not said this in words, mm -hmm. I should not have the expectation that it is being understood. Mm -hmm. And I say the world should because we all come into relationships with how we think things should be, mm -hmm. right? Because this is how we are. This is how we do things. And we expect that of the other person. But adjusting that expectation is a big part of communication mm -hmm. and just being, and I love, you know, the scripture. I love the fact that we can go back to what the word of God says about love is patient and love is kind. Right. And what does kindness really mean? Kindness is making sure that putting the care and the thoughts and of the other person into consideration, that's an act of kindness. So one thing that I'm going to suggest is verbalizing and speaking out words mm -hmm. is actually an act of kindness. If it's not verbalized, if the expectations are not verbalized, but we're expecting that they should know, like that should is like one of the worst things in the world, like shooting all over your communication, shooting all over your relationship. <laughs> it is only going to lead into one thing, which is a bunch of drama. So if you're going to learn or take anything away, it's asking ourselves the question of like, where are, how do we communicate? How do I communicate? And I think this is definitely one of those things that is fun to talk about mm -hmm. in terms of improving the health of your relationship. What, how do I communicate? How do you communicate? How do I wish you could communicate? And finding ways to come up with a middle ground of how we can grow forward, but also then assessing areas in our lives where there's a bunch of shoes hanging out in our communication and really coming up to a place that is healthier for for the relationship yeah and I, I, I for us i think we're not there yet and what i mean by there yet is we're not at the point where we understand all the all the forms of communication correct me are, if i'm wrong are we ever gonna be there? <laughs> I, I don't know i think i think i think it's good to dream that you can get there i, I think i've heard well I've heard of couples who are always almost on the same tangent over time. Over, you know, it's, but that is it's over funny. Time. It's over time. But I think it's also a thought okay. that may not, not necessarily be true. And I say that because, like, we have family and siblings that tell us things like, how come you guys never have arguments? I'm like, we do. Right. Yeah, so I wonder true. if it's more of a thought, like that's an true. arrival fallacy that we're going to get to a point where our communication is just going to be so muy perfecto. <laughs> I don't know where that came <laughs> no, from. I mean, I mean, where you understand all forms of communication, like your wife says this. It ain't going to happen. Quiet treatment. Uh, I so what what role does attention play? Because I I feel like you know if I truly pay attention, because I'm guilty of okay, Latifa is talking to me and I am not looking at her, or I am doing I, I picked up my phone and pressed something, whatever. I think I so I think the question that I'm posing to you is what role do, do you think attention play in communication? Oh, attention definitely does. Because if there's no attention at all, I may be speaking all the words that I want in the world and the other person may just not hear me, mm -hmm. number one. Looking at the person, like being present with mm -hmm. the person is also important because no matter how perfect your verbal skills are, there's also just things in between the line. Like when I ask or when you ask, how was my day? If I say fine, but my face is just like sour, right. there's something to be said about just being present. And I think that in this environment and our culture where things are like pulling us in 10 different directions, where mm -hmm. kids are pulling us by different directions mm -hmm. and all this other stuff, it is truly, truly important that if we want to communicate, one is we have to ask, we have to express, 
we also have to com- like actually communicate about what styles of communication, but then be present, which is the attention. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, I mean, what what is the point of all this, by the way? Like, what like why is it even why is all this important? Like, why is it important for us to even do this podcast? Why is it important for marriages to be well? Why is it important right. for marriages to thrive? And I think if we understand the why behind that, it makes the hows less dramatic it makes the how mm-hmm. worth it in terms of the intentionality that it actually takes to make relationships thrive. so maybe that's the first question why is it important that we are married oh i think uh number one we we are married because um you know god sanctioned a man and a woman to come together and become one and it, it's it's a it's a it's symbolic of christ and the church uh so 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 when we come together as one we actually, the Bible says, you know, one can chase a thousand, two can chase ten thousands. Um, we come together and we become even stronger. Um, there are some things that um, sh- I need help with. Uh, and it's amazing when the when the Bible spoke of a woman in Genesis as a helper, is is actually the, the same word used for the Holy Spirit. So imagine that, that the woman is not a, a like a servant, but she, she helps you in, in a way that you definitely need it and vice versa so there's some things that i bring to the table and she brings to the table and i think that's why we are married and not only that it's to grow and flourish and do things that would be harder or not impossible for one person to do so if we (laughs) truly believe that it is worth it then what are we willing to do to not just be in it as a contractual relationship Mm -hmm. but in it for the fullness, for the fullness. of what it is meant to be. Correct. And I do think that that's what we're going to talk about on the next episode, which is why the heck should we even be married? Like, why? Like, what are the value? What's the benefit? Right? There's the biblical perspective. Mm-hmm. There's the social perspective. There's the economical perspective. There is the relational perspective. And doesn't mean that if you're not married, you're not going to be able to live a fulfilled life. Because right. I don't believe that being married is for everybody. Correct. But I do think that when we start to understand on a deeper level of why, is it even for worth you. it? Yes. For right? If it's yeah. worth it, then it's worth it. The intentionality. Correct. Correct. And I think the takeaway today is try to pay attention and see how attention can really change the way you communicate. I think that for me, uh, and I think you you agree as well. I think if you communicate from a place of paying, you know, sincere attention to your spouse, it will it will, it will change your your communication in a, in a in a whole new level. And my takeaway to you guys is spend some time as a couple, 30 minutes, and just dig into how your communication may have evolved or changed. And remember to come to it from a place of curiosity, no judgment. We're learning more about each other. And the same way we just talked about arrival fallacy, there is not a time when it's going to be so perfect that it doesn't need intentionality. But I truly believe that it's worth it. So that's a question for you. Is it worth it? Yes or no? So. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to share this conversation with those you love. And per usual, my favorite thing, leave us a review because that is how other humans are going to find us. I do think that this is a time that God really wants to bless our relationships. God wants marriages to be well again. We want, like God wants marriages to really be what it's set out to be. A beautiful creation, something delicious, something liberating, something fun, something amazing, something brag worthy, something whatever, all that stuff. That's the point. And 
thank you for tuning in. We hope this was of help to you. See you in the next episode. Thank you.